American Craftsman Podcast is sponsored by Bits and Bits. In their shop in Oregon, Bits and Bits manufactures a wide range of spiral router bits from one-eighth inch shank to half-inch shank, from one thirty-second inch cutting diameter to half-inch cutting diameter. They make upcut, downcut, compression bits, and more. They're used in router tables, handheld routers, and CNC machines, from hobbyists to production shops. They coat their bits in a Astro coating, proprietary nano coating designed to keep the bit running cooler, prolonging the sharpness of the cutting edge. They're the only factory authorized dealer to Astro coat white side router bits. Their expanding line of white side bits ranges from spiral flush trim bits to roundovers, chamfers, rabbiting bits, and more. They're a festival dealer stocking mainly router and domino related accessories and consumables. You can check them out at bitsbits.com and use our coupon code American Craftsman to save yourself 15%. All right. Welcome back. Uh, loyal listeners. I was going to say avid listeners, but that, that, uh, we don't know if they're avid listeners. That wouldn't quite make as much sense. They might be loyal, but not avid. Yeah. <laughs> avid kind of means that you're good at something, doesn't it? Or just that, I guess, well, I guess it means that you do it often. I think it means they'd be enthused. Yeah. What is the dictionary definition of avid? Let's look it up. You know, because we're, we're always learning something here at the, you know, American Craftsman podcast. Avid, definition and meaning. Characterized by enthusiasm and vigorous pursuit. Very eager and enthusiastic. Desirous go. to the point of greed. Urgently eager. Greedy. There's my college education at work. <laughs> That's from Miriam <laughs> Webster. I think they got canceled. Oh. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're here with a, a regularly scheduled episode sort of outside of the 12 periods of American yeah, furniture since yeah. we finished that. And if you were listening last week, uh, the world dropped a bombshell on me when uh, I learned that Roland Roaster changed hands and is no longer Roland Roaster. Yeah. It's, it's, it's basically a one-star place now. That's what the reviews looked like. We might have to revisit some... Uh some more reviews this week. We could do a whole a whole podcast episode, I think, just on um, business reviews on Google. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but the thing that, that really got me so down was that there were all these reviewers that were sort of in the same boat I am. You I've know, been like going there for years. Lifelong, you know, rolling roaster customer. I know my rolling roaster and this sucks now. They changed the fries. Yeah. So, I don't know. You know, I've been trying to stave off depression since then. <laughs> When's the last time you had it? Oh, it's been, God, maybe 10 years. Yeah, you'll be able to block it out. Uh, well, so what's new in uh, in... On Green Street. What's new yeah. on Green Street? Green Street is is just a hub of activity and and uh, new happenings and all sorts. Yeah. In and out of the shop. Um, could, we, could we break the news about our triumph at the uh, town hall last night? Yeah, so we touched on, on it last week. I, I don't even remember what people always say. And, and we've said this before, like, oh, man, that was so funny on the podcast when you were talking about blah, blah, blah. Well, we have no <laughs> recollection of anything that we talk about. So I don't remember exactly what we said last week about um, looking for a new shop and the shop that we found and so on and so forth. But um, we had our meeting last night with the uh, revitalization committee in this town. And um, so it's like it's at the council it's, I guess, basically the revitalization committee is just the town council. Yes. Um, so we go to the town council meeting. We had to, uh, did we talk about having to prepare the whole? I don't think so. No, because that was Thursday that we, yeah. I think I may have gotten the phone call before. So Thursday, we last Thursday, we get a call knowing that we had this meeting um, yesterday, which was the 17th of August. So the, the Thursday prior, I get a phone call from the... Um, He's like the head of the economic uh, development, would you say? Economic yeah. development committee or something. Basically, he's a liaison between businesses and the town council and, you know, zoning board, stuff like that. The whole 
the whole borough, uh, municipal, whatever. I, uh, the municipality. Yeah, exactly. And he's good at what he does. Yeah, sure. really nice guy. And I think he does it for a couple towns. Um, he says, hey, uh, any chance you give me that presentation by noon tomorrow, being last Friday? Uh, that way the council members can, you know, look at it over the weekend. I'm like, why? Well, yeah, I mean, I guess. I'm like, I'll get definitely get you something. I'm like, it might be like a quick and dirty, but I'll, I'll get you something. So I, I wrote something up, and it didn't take a terrible amount of time. You know, so I worked on a Thursday night, Friday morning. You know, we went out, got nice paper, and we must have talked about this because we went to Staples before we did, did the we? podcast. Yeah, I don't know. If we, I don't know if we mentioned it. I don't know. Well, listen, buckle up because you're going to hear about it again. So we went out. We got uh, we got a nice paper, and so I I you know made a cover sheet with the rendering and you know, wrote up some stuff about the business, you know, what we're all about, stuff we do, the podcast, uh, you know, address some possible concerns that they may have, uh, like noise and deliveries and stuff like that. And, you know, some nice pictures on photo paper. We had a letter of recommendation written up by the mayor in, uh, in Middletown, which is where the shop is now and where we both live. So that was good. Um, Yes, we submit that, and that was what, Friday Friday morning we submitted that. Then, it must have been Monday, in the mail, we get uh, a letter that, you know, is basically saying our, our zoning permit was denied. So we had filed previously, like, I don't know, maybe two, three weeks ago a zoning permit because the, um, the building falls within this revitalization zone. Our use is like pretty much explicitly, uh, well, well, we'll get there, but from what we read, it seemed like our use was, was not allowed in this zone. So we had to go submit this thing with a sketch and pay 25 bucks and blah, blah, blah. So we get the thing saying we were denied that it's a change of use and that we're going to have to go in front of the land land use board we're like, oh, great. That really took the wind out of my sails. Yeah, so that was like, that was Monday. Um, And they sent this packet of what we would have to do for the land use board, oh, yeah. which is, you know, 21 <laughs> copies, certified mail, you know, return receipt with surveys and got to notify everybody within 200 feet. And It was a daunting uh, list of things to do. Yeah, which is funny. Keith, I was talking to Keith about it. He's like, yeah, I did two of those this week. Because he's got to do that all the time. Ah, for, that's right. Yeah, what he does. Um, so I texted the guy. I said, hey, I'm like, does this change anything for Wednesday? He said, no, you know, we, you still got to do it. We'll, we, you know, we'll do that and then go from there. So we uh, we show up last night at 7, 7 o'clock. Showered and shaved. Begrudgingly, extremely late. You know, 7 o'clock is very late for us. <laughs> I'm usually uh, put my son to bed, getting in bed myself. It's bordering on bedtime. Mm-hmm. And uh, the meeting starts. They they uh, had some police that were being sworn in. You know, two uh, new patrolmen, patrolmen, and two um, two guys being uh, promoted to sergeant. Yeah, nine year vets. Yeah. So they did that, and then they took a little five-minute recess, and then we were uh, we were at the top of the docket, aside from the swearing in of the, the police, of course. Um, and, yeah, I mean, they called us up there, and, I mean, it was definitely a little bit awkward because you're just, like, standing in front of this uh, it's big desk. It's like a courtroom. Yeah, yeah, it, it, I think it is, actually, the, the Keensburg courtroom. Yeah, so there's this big, like, uh, you know, judicial-looking <laughs> bench. <laughs> Um, desk thing that they're all sitting behind on a platform and you're like standing in front of them like you're re- only like five feet away which makes it even weirder reminding me of the uh, time I avoided incarceration there's <laughs> <laughs> always next time um, and I don't I don't forget what they asked they're like yeah so tell us like a little bit about what you plan on using the thing for and you know we, uh, we gave them a little bit of a spiel and they uh, they didn't really have any questions. 
No, we kind of answered all the questions that we thought they might have. We were very well prepared, I thought. Yeah. Um, and uh, the funny, funniest part was when the one guy who was like the, I forget, the borough manager or something, holds up the rendering. He's like, is this what it's going to look like? I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of, we he's, like, he's like, I love it. We're like, oh, oh, yeah, that's oh, what it'll look yeah, like. It's yes. going to look exactly like that. Because um, the rendering I did, I, I tried to do, you know, I tried to change what's actually there as little as possible. You know, it's, it's a pretty simple looking building. And uh, if you follow us on Instagram, you may have seen it. I posted uh, the cover page last week. Um, but yeah, just like paint and that was it. Like added some plants to the front and a nice logo. Yeah. They like the green. Yeah. So they, uh, they took a vote and we, uh, unanimously passed. And so when we left, we, you know, we're thinking, okay, so this is done. Now we're going to have to go to the land use board. I should have said it before the meeting started, um, this gentleman, the uh, economic, uh, whatever liaison, yeah, he said he was sitting right in front of us. We went and sat uh, near him. He said, uh, "Listen, I'm gonna tomorrow. I'm gonna file an appeal to see if I can get you guys through without having to go to land use board." So I get a text this morning, and he he was asking for our uh, our SIC number, the NAICS code, whatever it is. You know, basically. Every business has a um, a code through the federal government that says like what kind of business you yeah, are. Yeah, categorizes you. Yeah, so we're like a two three eight nine zero zero, which is like uh, any other trades something. Let me let me see uh, exactly what it is. It's like what you put on your taxes and mm -hmm. stuff. Um, because they were lumping us in as light industrial. Right. Uh, here we go. Other specialty trade contractors, these national industry-specific occupational employment and wage estimates... Oh, sorry, I'm reading something that's... Uh, yeah. So it's part of specialty trades contractors. You have foundation structure and building exterior contractors. That's 238-100. Building equipment contractors, building finishing contractors, and other specialty trade contractors. So that's us, 238-900. Um, so I think, you know, he kind of got us, got us through on a bit of a technicality. Yeah. Um, saying, you know, because it, it was the, uh, the zoning guy, the land use, um, guy who was the one kind of putting up a fight saying like, well, you know, it's, you know, it's a, a change of use because there it's an industrial whatever. Well, according to this, technically we're not, I guess. Mm-hmm. So he said that um, resubmit the thing that, you know, they're going to push us through without having to go to land use board. Yeah. Which is good because that wouldn't be until the end of October. I, I think it didn't hurt that we were so well received. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure, um, you know, word came down to him that we passed unanimously. There was no, I mean, I, I thought they were going to at least have some kind of like question it was there were it was more like uh there was like one or two rhetorical questions. Right. He's like they're like, so we're not gonna get sound complaints, are we? Uh no. <laughs> uh, that was like the the worst of it. I was kinda hoping there'd be a little cake and coffee though afterwards. Well, we left early. <laughs> <laughs> they probably go to the bar. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, that's what's going on with us. I guess yeah. If we if you missed last week or we didn't talk about it, it's a fifty two hundred square foot shop. Um, you know, overhead door, three phase power. Yeah, three phase power. It's got the ceiling's got to be what twenty feet. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean it's definitely like two stories high on yeah. the inside. Um. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, it's exciting. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. It's, no risk it, no biscuit. Yeah. Got to be in it to win it. <laughs> Except the lottery, uh, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Fortune favors the bold. 
we don't we don't we don't fare too well with the lottery. No, yeah, we bought a couple scratch offs today when we were, we happened happened into the supermarket. Yeah, did you get reimbursed for that? No. You got no. you got chalk it up as a loss. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that's what's going on in terms of that. I guess we'll uh we're supposed to hear more tomorrow. The guy's gonna touch base with zoning and see. Um, so once we hear about that, we're, we've been waiting just on confirmation that we can actually use this building, uh, before we even get into lease negotiations. Yeah. Um, so we got that whole hurdle to, uh, jump over. I mean, we have a pretty good idea what, what they're asking. Yeah. We, we, we have some general terms. We have a letter of intent that, you know, um, gives some basic parameters and stuff, but you know, we've, we've had to find an attorney who's going to be able to represent us and look at the lease and, you know, redline stuff. So, you know, one thing that's nice that came of all this is they were questioning like how much, uh, square footage we were going to designate as retail or open to the public. They didn't make a peep about it. Not a, not one. Mm -hmm. Cause we wanted to go with the existing footprint, which is yep. really pretty minimal. Yeah. It's probably 200, 300 square feet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I think their biggest concern is sort of how the building looks and, um, it needs well, a paint the neighbors job. are going to complain. Yeah. I, I don't think they will. Oh, no. They haven't complained where we work now. Yeah. I mean, the, granted, there's the two houses that are right adjacent to it are definitely closer than, um, yeah. the houses at the shop, but. I think Boris owns the house next to it on the right, doesn't he? Uh, like where he double parked in front of him? I don't think so. Oh, no? No. No, those people look like they they own that house. Okay. I just think he doesn't care. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, you know, I own yeah. like half this town, so I'm just going to oh, park right here. Oh. Um. Oh, but man. he seems like a good guy. He yeah. uh, he sounds like he's willing to. He was even talking about moving the overhead door, if need be, to the mm -hmm. other street. So uh, he seems willing to play ball. He seems to like us. And um, from the digging I've done on him, he seems like a, a halfway decent guy, at least from what I can tell. Yeah. yeah. So that's good. Um, I think everything should go go smoothly. Yeah. And uh, then we can get our, um, our hooks into some of that old iron. Yeah. Even that, the new iron, that's, that's you know, three the, phase, the yeah. relatively new uh, stuff. Yeah. And, yeah, and just big. Yeah, that'll be fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because we'll have lots of room to put stuff. Um, 5,200 square feet's a good, good size. You can you can put out a lot of work mm -hmm. in that, so. Are we going to make workbenches all the same height and line them up? Mm-hmm. With cool, yeah, casters. Yeah, yeah. Don't everybody send in your resume all at once. Oh, yeah. No, we won't be hiring right away. But that's the plan eventually. Yes. Um, obviously, as we have to do more work, we, uh, we're pretty much doing all the work we can at this point. Mm -hmm. um, probably be able to bump up our output a little bit just by, you know, the efficiency that we'll gain of not being crammed into 800 square feet. Yeah. I mean, sometimes we can't even really work simultaneously mm -hmm. that productively because, you know, you're kind of like, all right, you're building that case over there. What am I going to do over here? You yeah. Know? I'm just like being somebody's way. Yeah. Um, and, you know, with like uh, the way the machines are set up and stuff, you know, we'll just be able to do it in a in a way that makes it easier and faster mm -hmm. and all that good stuff. You have dedicated in feeds and out feeds and get those rolling conveyor, uh, you know, like the rolling roller stands that are like an accordion, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, like they have at the supermarket. Uh, at the supermarket? Oh, well, you see, I'm, I'm probably aging myself. It would come off the truck. Oh, all the yeah, cases yeah, would come yeah, off yeah. the truck and roll down those things. I know what you're talking about, yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, Instead of having to have two guys cutting up plywood, you know, we could get to a point probably where it's one guy because mm -hmm. we'll have a, we could have a cart that can roll over with the plywood on top. You'll slide it onto the thing. I mean, it just, there's all kinds of ways that 
we could become faster that are not possible mm-hmm. in the shop right now just because of don't have just to move the, the machinery to do stuff. Yeah, when we cut up this last, uh, we, we got to talk about that too, the install, I guess. I mean, not much to talk about. We installed the, inst- we did an install. Um, when we cut that up, we had to move the shaper because uh, you can't, <laughs> You can't trim the end of a <laughs> of an eight foot piece of plywood with uh, the shaper where it is. The shaper. So we had to drag the shaper out, drag it across the shop. Oh yeah, because she got about ninety two inches or something like that, right? Yeah. What? Yep. Oh god. That were like you only get like twelve inches of cross cut. You get eight yeah. feet, but only fourteen inches of cross cut capacity. Um. So you know we like to rip our boards in half typically with the setup we have now. Rip them in half. And then uh, break them down from there, so they're 24 by by 96. Um, so you want to square up that end, then make your cuts. Well, you have to like, let's say you're cutting cabinet sides, you have to cut it at like 31 or 32, and mm-hmm. then flip it around, then then mm-hmm. cross cut it to the final width. So you can't like cut that first piece. You can't just trim the end and then cut it to length. You no. have to cut it oversized Extra. and it slows you down, especially if you have a bunch of different sizes. Um. Yeah, and then all the off feed and the off cuts and uh, mm-hmm. it just it all it's a big mess. Yeah, we have lumber carts where we could stack up cut parts and then move them around all at once. Roll it out of the way instead of put it on this table and then oh shit, we need this table. We got to put them over. We'll lean them against the bench and then. You lean up against a table, and then the table rolls away because it's on wheels, and the shit falls on the ground. And and you know what? We won't have to use the van as a closet anymore. Yeah. <laughs> van becomes storage during the day sometimes to get stuff out of the way. We have a spot where the laser can sit. Um, I wonder if anybody knows any good riggers. Yeah. Chad. Chad we'll, knows we'll get, a rigger or Chad's a rigger? Chad's a rigger. We'll get him up here. He's an expert mm-hmm. mover. He's going to move it in that uh, Ford F-150 with the... Flatbed. Uh, uh, yeah. He's got a he crane have, on there. Yeah, and um, was it like the... Trex decking? Yeah, the Trex in the... I'm not sure if he actually did that. But yeah, he could back it up to the door and just pick the stuff up with a crane. All right, will we pay him Georgia rates? Chad, if you're interested, reach out. I'm not sure Chad even listens to the podcast. No, I don't think so. We'll have Keith tell him. Keith, pass this message along. Keith's got a lift gate. Oh, yeah, that's true. That is true. You can definitely get him to help. uh, We'll pay him scrap wood. Yeah, we'll pay pay everybody in scrap wood. (laughs) How come nobody wants scrap plywood? That's what we really need is somebody to come pick that shit up. Oh, man. Anybody need like a bunch of like two-inch wide pieces of plywood? Yeah, I mean, but sometimes you have, like, stuff that's 15, 16 inches, yeah, 20 inches. Yeah, too small for a shelf. And it just, we just lean it against the door for a couple of months until we get fed up, and then we throw it away anyway. Yeah, we got that one one uh, garbage can that we keep for, uh, you know, making jigs and stuff. Yeah. Um, so we installed uh, half of the uh, bat cave. Yeah, the uh, the Death Star, um, the cherry and well, cherry and cherry, the gray and clear cherry wall unit got that in. Well, went relatively uh, easily. Only there's only well, let's see. I scribed one. That's the the center, the left, and the two uppers. So you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven scribes, screw it to the wall. That's it. I mean, um, you know, we kept it in off the side walls. Everybody likes this built-in shit. I, I don't get it. It looks so much better when you keep it off the, off the walls inside. Mm-hmm. You know, um, get a little negative space in there. Yeah. Also, once you start going in between three walls... It's so complicated with those scribes. Not, the floor is always out. Yeah, and... and I don't know. Everybody's so self-righteous with the scribe. Like it's some badge of honor. <laughs> we can all do it. It just takes time, you know? Yeah. You just have to be careful. Yeah. You know, we could all get tight Cut scribes. Cut to the line. Right. But 
they don't look good after after a certain amount of time. You know? No. If it's white, you're going to see a line. And then you caulk it. And then, okay, well, then the caulk attracts dust. Or somebody cleans it and it gets all grungy, you know, mm -hmm. because they wiped it and it the chemicals or whatever. It just, I don't know. It looks better when it's off the wall. Yeah. My, my big um, gripe with the scribe is that sometimes the walls have such big humps in them that it really invades the piece of furniture that you spent time making. Yeah. Um, so you have this big extended style and it's uh, it's an inch and a half in the center and then the top it's two and three quarter and the bottom it's three inches because yeah. the wall is so jacked up. Yeah, th that's the part that I really dislike about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and... Um, you know, we kept it down off of the, there's a soffit, so kind of kept it the same distance off of the soffit as to the wall. So it's just got good negative space. I mm -hmm. mean, you don't need to use every square inch of the wall. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's good if you're painting the wall and the piece the same color. Yeah. You know, and everything can blend and, it, but... I'm not real into that either, though. Well, I'm, I mean, personally, I don't like that style. Yeah. But it's, it's a much more seamless look. But when you build something out of hardwood and then stick it up against a white or light wall. The best is when they do like a wall to wall and it's all in one plane. Yeah. All like painted white. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh my God. Ooh, who the fuck built this? <laughs> a little low on the imagination yeah. department, huh? Um, let's see. We got some, uh, questions on Instagram. Oh, that's my story from this morning. Here we go. Uh, JPC, JPC Crest 25 wants to know, wouldn't mind hearing about how the business is progressing. Well, we kind of got into that. Um, Justin De Palma, talk about what you had to submit to the city for the new shop. We talked about that. Blugerson. Um, is that Dave? Yeah, Dave Miller. He wants beer of the week. Yeah, sorry, yeah we, don't we could have, have used a beer of the week. Yeah, I do have some beer up there. Um, Trinity Tradesman, project pricing, funny client stories, business stuff, and what would, uh, uh, sorry, what you would build for yourself. Do we have any funny client stories? Um, hmm. No, we already talked about the, that stupid podcast. That was the funniest. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Keith wants us to go on a tangent. I think we've probably already done that several times. Uh, Matt first do wants us to talk about the business and the move into the bigger shop. We got that. Um, when are we going to have a guest again? That's what I want to know. Yeah. That's a good question. John, uh, how how an impending recession might hurt small businesses. Well, God, we don't want to talk about that. Yeah, that's... Freddie wants to know if we're hiring. Freddie, if we were, we would hire you in a heartbeat, and uh, we'd probably just uh, go on vacation because you could just handle yeah. it by yourself. <laughs> that's the best kind of employee. Yeah. I mean, you don't want one that's going to make more work for you. Freddie wants to know how to put a side panel on a cabinet. Screws. Yep. Definitely not lamellos. Pricing formula discussion. I always seem to undercut myself. Start high. Yeah. Time plus material. Real time. Yeah. Not, you know, I mean, every... If you really get into it and go, well, I got to receive this material. I got to order this material. I got to spend downtime. I got to clean up the shop. I got to do all these things after the job is done to get my shop ready to build the next job. That's, that's all lost time. Yeah. Yeah. Think about how long it's going to take and then add time to that. Mm -hmm. And then find out how much the material is going to cost and then add money on top of that. Yeah. You have to mark up your time and your material. Um, you know, you can't always get as much as you want to on every job, but you can sure as hell try. Yeah. Um, because none of us are getting paid what we deserve. That's for sure. I agree with that. Um, 
you know, that's not ripping people off. It's just getting what you deserve. Right. And if you're doing a good job, then you deserve it. Yeah, well, you have to value your time, mm -hmm. first off. Um, you know, we all work extra hours. Yeah. You know, we're never getting paid um, for every moment we're on the job. That's part of being a small business person. That's what you sign up for. Mm -hmm. um, but when you price out the job, you have to kind of take some of that into consideration. Yeah. And you got to eat some of that time, but, you know. Yeah. Um... That's kind of all we got, by the yeah. way, the questions. Um, yeah, Freddie wants to know how the salt boxes are coming along. We haven't started them yet. Probably in the next two weeks. Yeah. Got to get this uh, drippy bar. Um, We have to make a, a couch or like a sofa. And uh, making a couple of things for our buddy Jafet. Yeah. These cherry, big-ass cherry... Blocks, like, yeah, they're like I guess they're menu boards or something. They're what six by sixteen by forty-two, mm -hmm. solid cherry, you know, with some grooves for uh, signs to go into. Making two of those and then a couple smaller ones, like really small. Um, yeah, those are gonna be heavy. Yeah, I shudder to think six inches thick. Yeah, so we got a bunch of eight-quarter cherry. Um, we use, you know, eight quarter and then we'll take five quarter, bring it down to four quarter, I guess, for the spots where the signs are going to go do like a little glue up kind of thing. Yeah. It's going to, I might, I might be got out that day that those things get moved. <laughs> no, nah, they won't be that heavy. <laughs> Shit. All the cabinets and stuff that we just moved. I know. <laughs> the, the thing about the, at least they're only 42 inches long. Yeah. Thing about the install yesterday were the stairs. Yeah, every well, the last two jobs have been in basements. So, um, getting this twelve foot countertop down there is going to be interesting. Yeah, it's going to be we're going to be banging up the homeowners' walls and ceiling a, bit, a little bit. I think. No, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad news. <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's a L shaped stairway, right? Uh, yes. And then it's a you got to do a one eighty. You go down, it's like a switchback kind of situation. Mm -hmm. It's not re actually a switchback, but the where we got to go is you got to turn. Yeah. You go down, turn ninety, and then you got to turn ninety once you hit the bottom of the stairs. Um, yeah, because it's there's close quarters at the bottom of the stairs and the top of the stairs, really. Yeah. I guess you could go all the way straight into the bathroom. Yeah. That's a big bathroom. It for is. For a basement. They need a piece it of is. furniture in there. Yeah, a bench. On that back, on that back wall. Nice cherry bench. Yeah. It'll match the, all the cherry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? It's a good question. Yeah, so they they had uh, some uh, like board batten style uh, wall treatments put up, mm -hmm. and they had some unusual dimensions. We had to, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know how, uh, why work around why. <laughs> They chose said dimensions, 20, 26 and uh, 5 eighths deep yeah. and 30 inches. So to cover it, we need to be deeper than 26 and 5 eighths and taller than 36 inches. So mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I don't understand why, but we're going to roll with the punches on that one and uh, just build our, you know, bringing the countertop up a little bit higher. Um, is fine because it's got the drippy edge, which is kind of going to, you know, impede any leg. Right. You're going to need plenty of room for the doors. To, oh, yeah. The, there's no drip edge over by the... No, but, like, if you want to sit at the bar, yeah. you're going to have these drips, like, close to your legs. Yeah. So, I mean, we're only going to go up, I guess, like, uh, I don't know, half inch or something. Mm -hmm. But finishing at 36 and a half instead of 36 bias, you know, that's another half inch leg room. Yeah, that... I like that. We'll see. We're waiting on confirmation on the drip. I uh, I carved one, but right before we left the shop, 
just like a quick, quick tester. Came out pretty good. Yeah. No burning at all. Well, yeah. It's a damn jigsaw. I got. I'm, I have a reminder. Order scrolling blades for the jigsaw. Because yeah. those blades were not not making tight turns. That is no. for sure. Yeah. I, I love when you're doing stuff like that in Cherry and you see the burning occurring and you already are telegraphing, you know, your workload in your mind about how you're going to have to sand all those curves off by hand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Keith is going to bring us some uh, burrs and stuff to borrow. Um, and I think he's going to lend us his Fordham, he said. And a CT70. Yeah. Fordham is like a, basically a, um, like a real Dremel, you know, mm -hmm. like not a Dremel, but same idea, but like has balls, um, you know, used for power carving and stuff. It's got like a foot pedal. Um, That's cool. We like the foot pedal. Yeah. Um, so that should make things a little bit easier. I was just using a, like a right angle die grinder with, uh, you know, burrs that you'd use on like metal, um, just like solid carbide. Well I, well, I don't know if they're solid carbide. I guess they are. Solid carbide burrs. Yeah, I think we got those for the wine, the steel and glass wine cabinet, didn't we? Is that when we bought that stuff? Yeah, because the uh, when the powder coating got done, the little cavity mm -hmm. on the bottom got was, you know, too small. So we had to hog those out a little bit. That was sketchy. Those yeah. were like... Whew want to go everywhere so yeah we got that going on how the hell we get here that the sofa yeah then we're getting into the salt boxes you know we've been slowly trying to get ourselves prepared to get into that we uh we got some ducting stuff to run you know um more efficient exhaust we uh fixed the compressor situation you know rewired some stuff we talked about that last week um yeah compressors running that extra tank now pretty well yeah yes yeah, so we hooked up the 24 gallon up to the uh the 34 gallon is now just a tank a pig tank so that the 24 fills the 34 so we got a uh, 58 gallon capacity and it's uh it's a pretty big pump on the 24 so it it uh i'm not really worried about it over sort of overworking it um i mean even if it does and it ends up dying prematurely yeah, i mean it's not it gonna happens. be that premature yeah i mean that's it is what it is you want to overwork it then hey it's gonna die soon sooner but it would have been less than a machine that is a 60 gallon oh yeah and then we'd have that big old thing in the shop too yeah yeah shit we can get one of those giant compressors you move into the the new shop mm -hmm. what are the ones that are in like a box a rotary screw compressor is that what they call it that i don't know yeah it's like it, it doesn't look like you know like your normal compressor they're just like a rectangle it's a quieter i think so that's what i would like Let's see. Yeah, Rotary. so. A lot going on. Yeah. Rotary screw air compressor. Wow, 107 CFM. God damn. Did they say anything about the DBs? 120-gallon tank. That's Ingersoll Rand. 74 dbs that's pretty quiet yeah it's cheap it's only twenty four thousand. oh yeah put it on the card <laughs> put it on our house account <laughs> reface let's see what they got get a uh, five horsepower 14.9 cfm 125 psi 80 gallon Air dryer not included. 7,600. We'll get one on IRS auctions. Yeah. 
We saw uh, it wasn't a rotary screw compressor. It was just a regular compressor. I don't know what the hell you call them. What is it? Like a uh, single stage? Yeah, the one called? with the motor on the top yeah. of it. Um, oh, like, here. Like rotary screw heads. electric air compressors provide a continuous supply of air. They have two internal screws that rotate in opposite directions, trapping and compressing air. Constant movement differs from piston air compressors that start and stop to meet their airflow needs. Rotary screw air compressors deliver air to tools and equipment in facilities and plants that require high volumes of uninterrupted compressed air. So, yeah, they I guess they... Um, Interesting. It's just air on demand. Mm-hmm. No, uh, like these ones don't have tanks. Tankless rotary screw air compressors do not come mounted on an air tank. Units provide a continuous supply of air to tools and equipment. They often connect to a distributed air system that may include air tanks at the point of use. I don't know um, why they would yeah, have why that. Would you need I guess that? maybe it has to do with the CFM. Yeah. Like if you need, let's say, wow, 499 CFM. <laughs> That's insane. What? I mean, what is that like for building aircraft and stuff? I or? don't know. How big is this thing? I mean, look at it. It's all look awfully slick. Is that a touch screen? <laughs> it's only 66,000. It's eight feet wide, 80 inches tall, and 49 inches deep. Holy crap. That's crazy. 75 kilowatt, 125 PSI, air tank size, half gallon, three phase, <laughs> 230 volt. And that doesn't even come with an air dryer. That's crazy. Yeah, look, these are like full-size doors. You like walk yeah. inside of it probably. I'd like to see one of those shows about explaining how that works, you know, what the mechanical and, um, you know, what would you say, the the physics behind the, the properties of it. Just, I'd like to see it demonstrated. Yeah, how it works. Um, again, how did we get here? How did we get to talking about these? Oh, we were talking about fixing, getting set up for the boxes. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we've got to refine the file a little bit more. I did find a setting in Lightburn that I think is going to help fix some problems. Um, with like uh, deleting, uh, what did it say? Like duplicate lines. Yeah. So some of the files that I have, it was if you draw in, if you draw it with lines overlapping, it actually cuts it twice, which makes the the curve wider. Um, so it'll make it easier for me to draw it the way that I that I need to. And it um, takes longer, right? Because it's got it's making an extra cut. Yeah, and yeah, I mean you can't use it that way. Um, with the double cut because it, it makes it all too loose. Um, yeah. Uh, we're all still on the quest for the perfect sneaker. Works you. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with these. these yeah. I bought a new pair of Vans. These are called the Lizzie. Some uh, female skateboarder. Pretty good. They're, they're um, like the sole is pretty comfortable. They get a little bit tight like Right around like the uh, the junction between the top of the foot and the ankle, mm -hmm. whatever the hell you call that area. But I mean, they're still breaking in. I've only had them for uh, maybe two weeks. Yeah, I can't. I'm never satisfied with the soft work shoe, but it's it's just too hot in the summertime. Yeah, to wear the boots. And I'm not wearing boots unless there's snow on the ground, pretty much. Cause in the shop, it's uh, it's all the same. Yeah, I just like I just like the full the feel of the boot. Yeah, I mean this is pretty stiff leather. It's got the double toe. Um, I did like those skate high MTEs I had, but they don't make mm -hmm. them anymore. That seems to be the theme, you know, when you like something and then disappears. Well, yeah, I learned my lesson. I when I got these and I decided I liked them, I ordered another pair and stashed them away. Ah. Uh. Any word from our elusive designer friend? No, she likes to drip, but uh, 
Let's we'll see what the clients think of the uh, the drip that I drew up. They, do they want the artsy drip or the non-artsy drip? Yeah, it's really it's between um, minimal drip or maximum drip. What are they looking for? What level of drip? Because what I drew, it's a lot of drip, which translates to more work. <clears throat> But um, that's usually how it goes around here. I think it would be worth it. But that's just me. You know, take us more time. We could phone it in and do the easy, go the easy way. Just two drips. Yeah. I mean, what I drew was pretty um, simple. Had sort of one main drip and then some other other smaller drips. I wonder what what's going to become our go-to eating spot if we uh, wind up moving. <laughs> we don't eat out now. I know, but, you know, the excitement of the new neighborhood and everything, we're going to try some places. Yeah. Yeah, then we're going to deal with somebody. Yeah. I think Mike's going to be a little bit too far. Yep. A little bit too far. We're going to need delivery. Yeah. And uh, there's... That new brewery there, I wonder what, how mm -hmm. they're going to be. Is yeah, Grin. Grin Brewery. Let's see if they're, uh, what, they got a website. I think, I think, was it called Raritan before that? Yeah, it was Raritan. Or Raritan Bay or just Raritan? Um, I don't know. Grin Brewing, coming soon, summer 2022. Drinking beer makes you grin. Brewing since 2012. Where are they relocating from, does it say? Uh, let's see. Uh, their website is just a unclickable. It's just, it's just a page. Yeah. So you click on it, it says our story, and you get nothing. Just says coming soon. Yeah, our story. Brewing since 2012. I wonder if they All have right. an Instagram. Um, so right across Caddy Corner from the City Hall, actually, is a little uh, little brewery. Yeah, yeah. The um, the previous one did not last that long. Just there. Um, that's not quite walking distance from the shop. Mm, no, they do have an Instagram. I'll give them a follow. See if we can uh, keep up to date with what they're doing. Another brew day in the books. Pumpkin ale. That was from last year. Not a fan of the pumpkin. Everything. No, the I I I don't mind uh, pumpkin beer, but not like all the time. Yeah, I mean, I might have a slice of pumpkin pie if you got some real whipped cream or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't need to have the whipped cream. That's just a uh, that's just a bonus. Yeah, uh, pumpkin pies. I'm not big on it. Like I'm not big on apple pie either. I like both. I like peach pie. That's good. Yeah. Uh, if I'm having peach, it's going to be cobbler. Yeah, well, that's good, too. Let's see. July 30th. Signs are up. We're getting closer every day. Stay tuned for our grand opening celebration. Yeah, it was called Raritan Bay Brewery. And the guys at Ross, I don't know when the hell they're going to open. I know. Hopefully soon. I'd like to go visit them. Um, if we get the new shop, it'd be cool to do a little meetup. Yeah. At the space. Not necessarily oh, the parking, be, but... That would be awesome. Yeah. little uh, housewarming. Yeah, people could uh, bring us gifts. Yeah. You know, like housewarming gifts. Like woodpecker squares. Yeah. I want that little one. The Paolini? No, that little, that, is that what you call that little triangle? Like the Veritas one? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know they that had one like, like that. That looks like a toy. I didn't know they had one like that. Maybe it, it's either them or it's, it's Bridge City then. Oh, yeah. It's one of them. What the hell is a dog barking out there? 
Yeah. So, that's, I mean, people were interested to find out what was going on. Now we've uh, told them. Yeah. I think that's probably about all we got for you guys this week. Yeah. We, um, we got to figure out between now and next Thursday what, uh, what we're going to talk about. Yeah. So if you have any suggestions, let me know. Yeah. Um, I think we should do an entire episode of reading Google reviews. (laughs) Submit your, uh, cities and businesses, not keep them separate Mm -hmm. so that we can, uh, mix them up. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to, you know, stay detached emotionally from from this. No, I'm not going to look for anything that I... No hometown favorites. Yeah, because uh, I, I can't deal with another disappointment like <laughs> Roland Roaster. That's funny. Well, as always, thanks for tuning in. Oh, yeah. And we'll, uh, we'll talk to you next week. All right. Take care, everybody. As always, Rob and I thank you for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next week. If you want to help support the podcast, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. You can join our Patreon, or you can use one of our affiliate links in the podcast description for vesting finishes or Myoderm CBD pain relief cream. Um, Again, we appreciate your support. Thanks for tuning in. (laughs) 